like a thing. Okay. It's rolling right into keeping it 5150 episode 39. The death and grind yeah. special. It's all been leading to this. I mean, not really, but... <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's leading to the, <laughs> the end <laughs> where we do the, the final four. But... And then what And then yeah. what comes after that? Yeah, who knows? So, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, yeah. But before we get into all that... How's it going? Uh, it's it's okay, it's okay. Like you say, uh, every day living nightmare. Um, this week, I think I think better than last week. I don't know. There's, you know, I'm I'm less depressed than I was last week. I've, I've seem to have more get up and go. Well, that's <laughs> good. More things. That's, that's a plus. Um, yeah. Uh, I watched some movies. That's that's pretty much all I've done. No, anything, not really. anything good? <laughs> anything, you, no, are they all? Are you sticking with the uh, I, the twenty twenty releases? To trying, keep trying up to... with what twenty twenty releases are available to me. I tried to watch a uh, a Simon Pegg movie that came out in twenty twenty. Ooh, he is a uh, he's mainly miss, isn't he? If he's not doing a doing a Star Wars or doing a a, a Cornetto movie, then it's a. Uh, can be a bit uh, of a it was a movie which called was Inheritance, which was it. we like. I, don't think, I've seen that one. I think we made it eighteen minutes into it, and we we're like, we could tell that this is Ooh. not well thought out or <laughs> acted or produced. <laughs> like, it's so we we're like, all right. Uh, I mean, we you know we didn't pay money for it or anything. We got it from the library. W- was he American? Like in like in the boys, where he decides to be. Yeah, American, no, no, one hundred percent. He's one hundred percent doing his gravelly American accent. Uh, it's it's not good, man. No, not also, everyone is he, uh, he has a comical long hair, gray wig on because he's like <laughs> the premise is a rich family. the The dad dies, and so the daughter, who's like a lawyer, I think it wasn't well established. Um, <laughs> like doesn't get as much money as everyone else because she you know, she's on the outs. But the dad's like, "Hey, you got to go to this part of the property, and here's a key, and your real inheritance is in there." And so she she finds like a trap door thing, and goes down. And Simon Pegg is been held captive in a bunker down there. Oh. So he got really thin for this movie, right? He got all, all like I mean, bony. If he did, that is a lot of fake hustle. Like it's like, why did you get thin for this terrible I, thing? I mean, maybe it got fucked up. Like maybe the script was great and it just everything else that happened like messed it up. Well, the the concept sounds quite good. What you, what you pitched right there, that sounds like I I if that was the trailer, I'd be like, yeah, I'm I'm up for that. And it, I actually heard a podcast this week where um. It goes over some bullshit uh, BBC One TV show called The One Show, and Simon Pegg was a guest on that, and he talked about this. That's this the role. only reason <laughs> I, I like, watched oh. it because I was watching like Simon Pegg breaks down his roles, like you know, like. <laughs> oh yeah, they do yeah. that on on YouTube now. Like uh, uh, when when someone does a new movie coming out, they go like, "Well, my greatest role," and they go through like the six movies you've heard of, and they go, "And this new one coming out on the fucking Colgate Network is <laughs> perhaps my finest yeah, role to like- date." <laughs> It was like, really yeah, Pacino. I did another movie with the same dude, and this is like a chewy role, and I don't get offered these kind of roles, and so, you know, I had to go for it, had to, and I was like, oh, well, maybe, maybe, and it was, yeah, it was like, it was kind of trash. I mean, 
you know, wow. he, he lost all that weight and you made 18 <laughs> minutes into that movie. That's a shame. Yeah, like, that's, it's, it's always weird when actors make bold choices for not very good movies. Yeah, what was that, um, was it Adrian Brody? Was it Adrian Brody? Who was, was the guy who was in uh, some Auschwitz-type movie and he, he moved to... Uh, he said his training was basically... He moved to some, uh, like, just flat in Czechoslovakia and didn't eat anything I think for that was, a month and then came out and was, like, I think that was rail Adrian thin. And, and got yeah, an Oscar um, for it, I think. Yeah. And uh, Christian Bale... So, uh, Christian, actors are going, like, I can do that for my shitty Christian movie. Christian Bale did that where he, like... The oh, machinist. The machinist. Which, like, yeah. If he, if it wasn't Christian Bale like looking like he was about to die at any moment, like no one would care or remember about the machinist. Like it is fine. It is a okay Twilight Zone episode that is you know blown out to movie length. <laughs> Only notable because you're watching a dude like man, this guy was buff like six months before this movie. Like how did he get to this point? This is a lot of like it's a lot of work to. For a mediocre product, yeah. um, <laughs> so that wasn't that wasn't great. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I finished a book. I finished reading a book. I'm not, I'm <laughs> oh, not, you should you should write a book. Uh, so <laughs> uh, a bunch of horror short stories, which um, I've read a couple of horror novels this year that were quite good, but generally your short story and your horror coming together that's yeah. that's where the joy is i think that's um I, I can't remember the author's name but it's it's a book called entropy and bloom uh and they're really odd strange sort of uh yeah, twilight zone-ish kind of kind of things but often just like a bunch of weird stuff happens and because they're a short story there's not like begin middle end it's just like ah craziness and that ends <laughs> so they're the grind core that's, of stories yeah that sounds rad like i'll have to i'll have to check that out it's pretty. It's pretty good. Yeah, when we when all of the germs yeah. have gone away. I've been <laughs> reading um, the Gallows Pole by Benjamin Myers, uh, which is allegedly based on real accounts of like a dude in England in like the 1700s who ran like a giant counterfeiting ring just out in the country. Wow! Um, and it's pretty good so far. I'm not. I'm like halfway through it. So lukewarm endorsement for it's like <laughs> like yeah i need an i need a novel now to get to get into because those short stories are good but they i want like a, a big three four hundred page kind of yeah. afternoon killer you know um okay well that was that was uh that was book talk <laughs> book talk and me just shitting <laughs> on a simon peck movie that that seems like an opening segment right? <laughs> like that's what that's yeah. the content people crave I'm keeping it fifty-one fifty. <laughs> the other day, I made a. Uh, we tried to make gyoza. For, for, oh wow! Well, yeah, well, you could buy the wrappers. We like didn't make the dough or anything. We bought a bunch of wrappers. Even so, ra- ra- yeah. just wrapping it. I, I, is, but, you know, I guess if I guess if the wrappers yeah, are like circular, size, then... and I have guitar player hands, so I can actually like crimp pastries pretty well. <laughs> um, Oh, hang on, man. I, I got guitar player hands too, but th- they don't lend themselves to crimping yeah, pastries. Well, you know, <laughs> but you you sideline and bass player hands are not as nimble. I have I have the shredding fingers. Um, it's true. And, uh, it's true. <laughs> Mine are bulky. They they all look like the rock. <laughs> I got like, five thumbs. Um, but what I did was I uh, 
we we the first time we made them it was mildly disastrous. And the <laughs> second time, because we're like, you can't just buy a few gyoza wrappers. Like we have a lot of them, so we had to like keep going. We made we used like the standard kind of like we did a mushroom kind of filling, but there was one left over, and I I made a I made a pizza one, which is not traditional, but I put like oh. little pepperoni and cheese and a little bit of sauce into it, and then we steamed it. It was good. So you should uh, maybe think about uh, an ad for uh, pizza gyoza as a <laughs> the thing that all the kids want. Like the kids come home, you know, snack. Yeah, they they, they hang up TikTok <laughs> or whatever it is, and the mom is steaming them some pizza gyoza, <laughs> like you know, in a Tatino's style. <laughs> yeah, just like Mama used to make. <laughs> Pod me out, 5150 fans. Here's a commercial that pays our bills. It seems these days, escape rooms are all the rage. This ad was originally recorded before the world became an alkaline-blasted hellscape, but we've already cashed the check, so please use your imaginations. But aren't you bored with the same old ideas? Oh, you're a detective and you have to solve the murder. Oh, you're a medieval king and you have to figure out which one of your courtiers is poisoning you before the poison poisoned you and you die of poisoning. Oh, the room is filling with spiders. Don't you want a real reason to escape the room? Well, you might not know his product, but you will know his voice. Introducing Jeff Tate's Escape Rooms. The deal is this. Drive yourself and your co-workers over to Bellevue, Washington and meet Jeff at the original space in which Queensryche used to practice. Then the doors lock and the fun begins. Jeff's new band, Jeff and the similar to but legally distinct from Queensryche's, start jamming out. You'll be so inspired to solve the riddle of how to escape the room that you might just take the weakest member of your crew and use their skull to break a window. It will certainly be an electric requiem and will ultimately end with my empty room. These are Queen's Rock songs. Use the code 5150 and you'll be spared all of this. Jeff Tate's Escapes Rooms. It will be an Operation Colon Mindcrime to miss out. Yep. <laughs> and we're back. We're back. Oh, so, so appropriate, the, the Cookie Monster vocals. And we're back. Um, yeah. This one's gonna be a good one. I got a good. I I got. Yeah, this this is great. <laughs> I I am so happy about I'm this list. Such a good feeling about this. Um, for those of you who've been keeping score, we've been um, we've been parsing out metal genres and putting them in the brackets, uh, March Madness style, and then facing song songs like against each other until we get to the preeminent song in a genre. Uh, we did. Uh, so far, the winners would be from uh, from parking lot metal, all your traditional old school metal. Uh, the winner was Number of the Beast, and out of thrash, it came down to a very very fair fight between um, uh, Angel of Death and Battery, and yeah. Battery just edged it out on, at the last the last there. I think this this list though, I mean th- th- those are kind of like they was the the favourites winning, and it, thrash was obviously yes. going to come down to those two songs. There was no way that. Um, you know, however good Power Trip are and however good Machine Head are, that they, they didn't make like the de facto thrash record. This is a this is a lot more 
this is a wild race, man. There's a lot, yeah, a lot in a here. Wild card so. situation. So this is death metal. It started out, I I went with all death metal, but we needed to get grindcore in somewhere. And you know, the difference yeah. between um, grindcore and death metal, as I've discovered, is mostly brevity and somewhat vocal styles, maybe lyrical content. They're very close. So we've we've smashed them together. Yeah, yeah, they really are. So we got grindcore and death metal together in a sixteen field race. Um, for seeding, I defaulted the first, the top two, are really seem to be the internet's presumptive favorites for death metal. Like wh- when you type in death metal, you get like a list of bands yes, on these. Yes, and the when two. you get like best death metal song. Our our first two seeds yeah. all pretty much kind of like the other um, the other brackets that we've done. This is the sort of obvious ones yeah. that you you will have heard of, even if you've not heard the song. But <laughs> like, death metal like um, contains multitudes, and so there's like a lot of like subgenres yeah, in it. And I tried to kind of pick out some some other uh, some some bands kind of based off of some of those other things. And this is like you said, this is wide open. Like I really feel like I, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I have a couple of favorites in here, but I, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, it's just... odd. Uh, the first in I didn't plan this out as scientifically, but a lot of the matchups are really good in the first round. Um, so it's not it's mm. not as like it's not going to be as like lopsided or weird to talk about you know the two songs matching up at least in the first round and it is going to yeah. get increasingly weirder because we got some grindcore we got some 30 second grindcore versus like weird long technical death metal and that could get like that'll be a discussion but uh <laughs> yeah yeah, so you the 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 broadly the subgenres would be you know uh, traditional mm-hmm. old school death metal the, the kind of thing that you, your your cannibal corpse your 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 uh, things like that uh, sort of Swedish death metal uh, it's touched on mm-hmm. uh, melodic death metal is it is in there grindcore Te- is in technical there. death and, metal um, technical yeah. death metal that was the last one um, yeah that was the yeah yes and um <laughs> yeah we'll see what we have to say about each of those as we we touch upon should we just kind of get into it. Yeah, let's start. Like, so round, round one. one. Our number one seed. This seemed to be the internet's consensus favorite. And I could see it because I feel like if you looked up death metal in the dictionary, this is what you'd get. It's, it's Cannibal Corpse. Yeah. Hammer Smash Face. And this is kind of going to be a slightly weird matchup, but it's matching up against our 16th seed, which is uh, Dark Terminus. Oh, I'm sorry. Dark, dark, Tranquility, dark Tranquility with the song Terminus. That's me misspeaking. Dark Tranquility. This is kind of standing in for a style of death metal that you would like hear from like Children of Bonham and stuff like that. Like the kind of oh yeah key, yeah like they got keyboards in there. There's a whole thing, but it's kind of yeah, Swedish death metal inspired. So it's a tiny bit of a weird matchup. But what did you think of these two songs? Uh, so I, I hadn't totally unfamiliar with cannibal cups that they they're not really weren't really my thing i didn't really bother checking them out and i know they're um they're certainly considered to be problematic with uh oh, oh it's all gore and horror it's a bit specific <laughs> though isn't it it seems to a lot of it just seem to focus on 
gore against for a gore against against women yeah. rather than dudes, right? It's a lot of a lot of anti. So it comes up yes. a little misogyny. Uh, like, a know. billion percent. Um, um, but I I liked um I like the the starting riff in this, which is like crazy fast and has like, I think uh, pinch harmonics, or if not pinch harmonics, then then like a <laughs> stupid high part. Um, there was lots of time changes, which is another sort of um death metal grindcore kind of um thing that they like it's a standard cliche that they, they use lots of time changes not just half time just like okay what really really fast part now and then just drop down to like <laughs> barely moving kind of stuff there was there's yeah. some stuff in that that was good um and there's like the traditional sort of death metal vocals which are which but, i enjoy like really real cookie monster stuff it's 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 not this is, is chris, chris barnes so this is, is the, this is the time period there's yeah. kind of like the two different singers and the like chris barnes era is the like really like bum out era of cannibal corpse like that's the one where you're like oh, i like this music right. <laughs> but it's so shitty like the lyrics are so fucking shitty that it's like it's, it's like a tough hang yeah. when they got corpse grinder their other vo- the vocalist they got after that it, it 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 got back to what they kept saying it was which is like horror movie lyrics like he really he really like yeah. just like got it back to just being about gore and stuff and not being like the misogynist bullshit that said and unfortunately yeah. like hammer smash face is from the bullshit era or the the problematic yeah yeah second record right but it also sounds like you would think death metal sounds like like it just is like brutal sound totally yeah <laughs> so, like and it, it, it sort of this this feels like um you can see how the thrash influence on death metal right you can see how like uh, a thrash band could become a death band by speeding things up, changing the vocals, getting maybe slightly better production sometimes. Yeah, down tuning um, a little bit, like well, yes, you could. And we'll talk about yeah. this later. Some of the bands on this list, the older bands on this list, have thrash metal production to their mm. the songs, and it like isn't as good to me because like this Campbell Corp stuff. Yeah, like, this Campbell Corp thing like sounds fucking brutal. Like it's like. It's it super does, yeah. like down tuned and crazy. It doesn't sound like a, a Megadeth album the way some of these things kind of do. No, no. Like uh, you can you can hear the influence, but it's not just like uh, what if this, but more. There's some, there's there's a mm-hmm. there's an additional like piece in there as well. Um, so this is pretty good. This this is um it's it's a, it's a strong start. I could see whether whether the number one seed. It, it, it's a little. Um, the only thing is, compared to a lot of the other stuff on this list, it's a bit sort of generic. Like it's like cookie cutter death metal. It's like it's like a really good example. Yeah. Of death well, metal. I, I think the <laughs> the know? problem probably is it, it. This is a bit of like the Stooges thing or something else. I think like mm-hmm. if when this album came out, if you heard it, you're probably like nothing sounds like this. This is crazy. Like this is like yeah. What is even happening? And now, like I said, if you look it up death metal up in the dictionary you get cannibal corpse right like there's a reason why like this sounds generic now is because people are like got it like i want to sound <laughs> exactly like that yeah so maybe classic is a more uh, um, fairer way of just okay it. dark tranquility uh, uh this this really popped because like i listened to the i listened to the the, the uh, 16 songs on shuffle and i listened to them in order i listened to them a few, few times this pops out every time because it starts with like 
is I think it's the only song on here that has any synths in it at all. But it, it starts up fucking Depeche Mode synthesizers come in like it's like this is great, and the guitars come in and they're these like crazy distorted uh, like metal metal guitars, but they they have that noise gate like they're ding, like they just stop pure no feedback like just airless just locked in production guitars. Um, this this sound it sounds great. It's really heavy, but in its in a modern kind of like radio rock kind of way. Yeah, it's um, and and you can hear the bass, which is something you in most most death metal, pr- uh, including Cannibal Cups, except when they do the little shreddy. Breaks out and the bass comes in, and it kind of sounds bad. Like live, it sounds a lot better. It's, yeah, it, it does. <laughs> it kind of sounds like terrible. It's like so weightless and like clanky and weird. I think he plays with his fingers, which is like also a crazy thing if you think about those riffs. Um, yeah, it's so this kind of quote unquote death metal is so weird because it's definitely people who listen to like At the Gates or Inflamed or In Flames and yeah, are like, yeah. I like that, but we got to push it even more melodic. Like, there's like it's definitely much. It's less frantic and more musical, which you know your mileage. Very much so. You can really hear the riffs, and there's like um, harmonized guitar solos. Um, the vocals are still kind of like proper, like you can't tell. Yeah, what real into B or whatever. Or like, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I really like this. This is this is my kind of thing. To be honest, I really really enjoyed this. I I preferred this to Cannibal Corpse, but I can see how if. It, 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 I could see it would be difficult to make the argument. This is better than Cannibal Corpse. It's just like this is yeah, this is that's... more my thing. <laughs> so immediately the first scene against the sixteenth scene, I'm like, I prefer this. Yeah, but I, I don't feel like we can do it. I don't like. I think that would be too. Uh, I think that's too, yeah. That's that is that is a giant leap that I I I'm not prepared to make to be like yeah. Cannibal Corpse has got to go out to like oh. To, yeah, to whoever these guys are, <laughs> name you got wrong, and fair enough. Like, also, uh, also the out like like you said, the complete outlier. And part of that is I didn't include. I could have put like some more of this type of. Oh, the where I, there was. So we were talking before we started recording. There was so many bands that nearly made the list, and so many songs that you made. You made an additional playlist with a bunch of other stuff on there. There was a, a I'd listed at the top as I used to do. Like, oh, there's some like important bands that, that didn't make the cut. Like, um, uh, Possessed. Apparently, they made the first Seven Church. Supposed to be the first. I death metal I, album, list, I, I, know, I, I did really. listen to that. I, I in my like long yeah. list of that, we had we had <laughs> we had Possessed. We had a bunch of bands, and yeah, the old ones. Uh, Br- brutal truth are not on here, and and partly this might be because you just you don't fucking like brutal truth. Yeah, I. No, you know they're not. I need the. I need the. I I can't. I don't know how big a deal they are because they, this is that yeah. documentary about grind, uh, and they were really in that. But I think it's because they could get an interview with the guys yeah, from brutal truth. I, I need to revisit it again. I remember trying to listen to them and just not being that into it. But that like. Yeah, you know my taste change because if I mean I'll just go ahead and say it like before I made this list and went through there I would say oh I like death metal fine enough but I I think I might be more of a thrash guy and I'm clearly not because not only was this hard but this is a much funner exercise and I realized that death metal is when I imagine what metal is supposed to sound like I'm 
thinking of death metal. Like that's like a hundred percent like yeah. what yeah. my mind is. So I actually just I guess like really like love death metal. Like is this the thing about it? Like Yeah, and honestly, like compared to it was a bit of a chore some of those songs last week. Like they there was a lot of songs last week that were I, I hated. I was really not into it. There's nothing on this list I hate. There's some some stuff I'm like I'm less into and some stuff is a bit less fun. But broadly, like death metal is like, oh, if Thrash was good, <laughs> yeah, it'd be totally. like this. I think, I think <laughs> we're both. Yeah, I think we have a lot of the same aesthetics. So I think I think we both have a thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I say Hammer, yeah, Hammer so anyway. Face has to, but that was closer than you know. And yeah, it was a little apples really and was. oranges, but it was uh, because one is whole point is to be brutal. And then the other whole point was to be like a super produced and melodic and musical while still being heavy, right? It's like their like right. intent was completely different. <laughs> and, and to be honest, there's a couple more of those coming up that are much better examples than than or <laughs> well that, that I really prefer to yeah. Dark Tranquility. Okay, so. um, all right. So our second seed. This is again. This is where we're gonna probably run into some problems. But the, uh, people who love death metal love the band Death. Um, it is just yeah. when you look at the list of uh, the internet's list of best death metal songs, they'll have multiple death songs as like part of this. Um, they are very well regarded. They popped up on our like top fifty bands of all time. Um, like d- death are uh, they're beloved by a certain a certain yeah. section of the so metal community. Death, the number two seed is death. The song "Pull the Plug." You've got to pull the plug. Um, and, uh, that is going up against, uh, kind of brutal old school, uh, death metal band obituary with chopped in half, which has some hilarious, like hard to understand dude saying, I believe chopped in half screaming it in a very funny way. <laughs> yes. I think those are the opening lyrics is kind of. chopped in half. <laughs> like, um, I, I was surprised uh, obituary were fifteenth and not second. Honestly, I thought I I have when people say death metal, I'm like oh yeah, Cannibal Corpse, obituary. Then then that's my next yeah, one. I, yeah, <laughs> the CD might be weird on this. I think I started. Yeah, I started mixing in the other genres like a little bit, like giving mm. them higher seeds. So like when you think of grindcore, that's the you know when people think of grindcore, that's the first. Yeah, scene. when people think of like melodic death metal that's the four seed i started kind of like yeah it's very technical but not uh his his voice kind of um reminds me of a little bit of tumble rare it's not uh it's not like exactly the same it's like oh, it's kind of the delivery or something similar to that they have a good sound like the the, the drums sound good the guitars sound good everything it's, it's a good um sounding thing that they make yes <sighs> but it, it's not much of a song is it that's the problem. I like my notes on it are, and this is true of like every deaf song that I've heard. Is it's like a riff salad. Like yeah. the like, there's all these parts that it, in a vacuum are good, but it's like a lot of like they'll they'll be going they'll have a part a riff and it'll be going along and then they'll kind of almost the song feels like it stops for them to have a completely different sounding and feeling riff. Yeah, and then. It'll kind of like didn't go into a completely different sounding thing, and then it's so it's like very it, it's like the songs are disjointed and don't really flow and don't feel 
I'm not saying everything yeah. has to be first chorus, verse chorus, but my problem is it's like a series of hard to play riffs and then nice solos. But yeah, that that, that <laughs> seems <know. laughs> that seems fair, and that, I think if that's I think that's a lot of technical death metal sounds that way to me. Um, I guess some death bands are just like they either really particularly like that or don't care that it's like that and really like the 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 sound of it and the sound of it is great. Um, yeah, it's it the production on Leprosy sounds closer to a fresh album and probably because those riffs are real hard so you need a cleaner production like if you oh yeah that, like, uh, they're not super like down tuned are they no <laughs> um but then yeah but here's a band that are super down tuned <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> and then your boys uh obituary come in uh just chop motherfuckers in half um <laughs> this is in line definitely this is this is cannibal corpse-ish but like simpler you know like yeah. simpler cannibal corpse so <laughs> which i like Bru- absolutely <laughs> brutal the, the the guitars sound just fucking horrible and it, his the stop start riff at the beginning i don't i don't really care for that but it's like it, and they go um coughing up blood or whatever like it's so it's like it's got the gore thing it's got it's yeah the, it's the whole nine like it's exactly i found this a bit sort of like gray and thrashy and bleak at first and then it be sort of i sort of warm to it and it's got a great solo at the end like, i think it i think it slows down yeah it slows down at the end and there's this really cool solo and then it stops which is often the case with these things of like oh we should put a solo in ah oh, stick it at the end <laughs> Yeah, the problem you have is if you're going to do Big Bang Takes a Little Bank on solos, the thing you could say about that fucking Death song is that solo is nice. Like, there's, like, a very nice mm. solo in there. It's very shreddy. Um, yeah. It, if, it would feel weird for Death to go out here, but I know I prefer bands that aren't deaf so it's really putting me in a tough position it's it's not like obituary or some no-name kind of it's obituary man they're a big deal this is this is a a hell of a showdown this 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 would be the end for a lot of people this would be the final oh Um, it's got to get it's got to get crazier from here doc um so i i'm uh, i would push for obituary we're doing it we're doing it people are already just turning off the fucking (laughs) podcast right now how dare you Aaron's going to write us, like, an angry email about how we're not giving death it's due. Um, okay. Switching gears slightly for a oh, minute. This just yeah. happened to happen this way, which is kind of crazy. Um, so, like I said, I wanted... The, the grindcore is an element to this, and I wanted to make sure that well-regarded or well-known or preeminent grindcore bands didn't get the lower half of the seating just so we can, like, properly rank death metal bands. So... The third seed is like arguably the people who really helped usher in and create grindcore. It's Napalm Death. Yeah. Uh, it was hard to pick a Napalm Death song for this because. Hell, sound the fucking song. Well, also, like, my first thought was like, you suffer, but it's like, are you really going to talk about that? Like, we're going to talk about the two minutes, the two second song? That's just... No, obviously not. <laughs> um,. You know, and there's stuff for the children. There's a bunch of, you know, you know, there's like a lot of, and there's a bunch of er, the earlier, more grindcore stuff. This is off their second album, which, you know, yeah. feels still in the grindcore wheelhouse, but has like better production. Unchallenged Hate is the name of the song. Uh, and that's, so that's the beginning of grindcore. And then we're going to flash all the way forward to Insect Warfare with Enslaved by Machinery. 
um carrying carrying that uh the the brutal grind like forward you know because i think this album's like 2009 or something like that so so yeah something like that it's it's, this is a new one (laughs) yeah it's definitely 11 years old (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so one challenge hey um uh, so I listened to this, and then I put the Peel sessions on, which is the uh, uh, another recording of it, which is that them doing basically uh, in in sessions live yeah. at the BBC. It sounds a little bit better. I was expecting it to sound so much better. It's it's, it's a bit better. It's, a bit, it's sort of heavier. I think also they might have been playing a little bit better. Like they yeah. they've been a band for maybe twice as long at that point because they they burn through lineups quicker than anybody. There was a lot of different people in Napalm Death around around this time. Um, and then there's a live version as well. They have um, they have a record from about like let's say 2011 or something like that, um, where they're they're live and they, they play on Un- Challenge Hate like towards the end. So I guess it's one of their hits. It's all yeah. one of their one that's kind of well regarded. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a, a Napalm Death super fan, so I, I wouldn't be able to sort of rank their songs. But this is a uh, it's pretty good. It starts yeah. off with that sort of slow riff, uh, and then gets really fast and it has like really high kind of kind of screaming. I, we haven't heard the high the um, riff played incredibly fast over blast beat drums with high high screaming vocals. Yet that's the I that's the it, grind that's the grindcore thing. That's yeah. that was the trademark for a long time. Because there's uh, the guttural death metal roaring which he does. Uh, I say he it's four different people depending on which <laughs> depending on which version you pick. <laughs> Lee, Lee Dorian from Cathedral was a singer on I think on Scum. I think the second and half. Then the second, there's like a second half of Scum. That's right. <laughs> Because there's an A side and a B side that were recorded at wildly different times with different people, yeah. and I think he was on the B side. So, like it's so dumb. So I don't know who the sing, who the, any of the singers are, and I assume they're different each time. <laughs> but but what, whoever's doing it each time is pretty good. Yeah. Like they they seem to nail it. Um, it's it's really good. This is a, this is a a good example of um of certainly early grindcore like like. This is this is an important song. <laughs> yeah, and then yes, and then I think insect warfare. What you oh. get at is like where grindcore went after a fact, because mm-hmm. like Napalm Death has sludgy parts. Like early Napalm Death was like I was still feeling it out. They had some thirty second songs, but they also had like yeah. slow parts, or they had like sludgy things. And insect warfare is like mostly just like blasting as fast as you can and it has some of that like a split of like kind of cookie monster vocals and stuff happening too so it's kind of like all the influences of death and grind kind of thrown together which is i think where the scene kind of went this Um, the insect warfare one is is great and it seems to be i think it's just the same riff but it's played at three different speeds like full-on blast beat rocking and then half time. I think that's it. <laughs> and it, yeah. the song's like a minute forty, maybe <laughs> less. And it, it's great. And it's just it, the, also the guitars and drums. Like um, it might. They, I think they have sort of that the angel of death thing where there's either no reverb or they sound yeah. really close. They sound like they're right next to you. <laughs> like it just jumps out the speakers. Like, I better turn this down, <laughs> no matter how loud it is. You have to turn it down a little bit. Uh, it, this this one's fucking. This is intense. Yes, and it's this is definitely like stuff like this is what got me back in the metal. Like when I was listening <laughs> to punk, it was like I got into kind of punk, and that leads into sort of like the like hardcore 
and kind of like all the weird kind of like it's kind of punk but it's kind of grindcore kind of stuff and then eventually oh, yeah, yeah, power just, violence yeah pile of vi- power violence or like some like some of the screamo <laughs> kind of stuff that's like that and it's like and then eventually you're just listening to like pig destroyer and <laughs> yeah and shit like that and you're just like yes this is exactly what i want to have happen yeah. and then i slowly got into songs over a minute long um <laughs> So insect warfare is definitely like that is that is the wheelhouse that I'm I'm really into. And you go back and you listen to the scum and you realize that like you can't have that without scum. Oh yeah, absolutely. But um, also scum doesn't sound exactly like that. Like that's not exactly what it no, is. You, know? y- you can see how like um in earlier stuff, uh there's I think bands were like a little bit either more experimental or more like, oh, we don't really know what we're doing, so we're gonna pick all these different things, we're gonna try all these different things out. And then there's bands like um Insect Warfare, who I guess they've they've locked in on one particular aspect of Grindcore <laughs> and just do that. Uh and Bloodbath <laughs> yeah, so as yeah. well. They're sort of like um uh, they're not on this list, but they're on your extended list. Like they they are a modern but old school death metal band that are going like, all right, we really, really like what happened on this album, this album, and this album. Not all of it, but like just these bits, <laughs> and we're like, well, the riffs are gonna sound like this, and it's almost like a, a legacy act or a fucking Vegas trivia kind of thing. They're like, no, we 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 just dial it in perfectly and g- give the people what they want. <laughs> so. Yeah, we'll talk about one of those bands uh, in the the next the next matchup because uh, yeah. I thought it was that early. The, the album that I pulled from was much earlier than it actually is because they are a newer band, but they like <laughs> certainly don't sound like a newer band. Uh, um, yeah, so this is um, this is tricky because Napalm Death are really important, but this Insect Warfare song is fucking great. <laughs> so. I, I'm kind of... This is a lot of upsets in this round. I kind of vote for the Insect Warfare because I... I, I don't know. I just think it's better. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is better. I think I don't think you could pick a better Napa, uh, Napa Death song that would that would beat this. Uh, there's some great Napa. That, I listened to this. Some came out this year. Um, it's like um, it's Logic challenged by brute force or something. It's really good. Yeah. And they had a cover of like a fucking Killing Joke song on the B side or something like that. Sure. And the, the sort of heading in the sort of more like like Napa Death keep evolving. Like they they were a grindcore band at first, and they were a death metal band for. a for a yeah. while now they're sort of heading in a sort of post-punk direction like there's there's a lot going on when they pump death um they're, they're probably they're a more important band they're, oh. they're probably a more um uh creative band than insect warfare but god damn insect warfare <laughs> do this so well <laughs> well yeah i think and that's one of the things i think this is this gonna sound like a slam on napalm death and i guess it's not it's not but you know when you think about napalm death you think about the drumming is one of the things yeah. he come up with. And Mick Harris obviously like popularized the blast beat as a thing. But when you really listen to Mick Harris, he's not like the tightest drummer. You know what I mean? Like No, no. And so everyone who came after him who was like Mick Harris like is a dude like they are definitely like there's a level of skill or like precision that's like mm. missing from especially the early like Napalm Death stuff. And you know, I think it's. I think that's probably true of a lot of things. Like, people can love Metallica, and then drummers can be inf- inspired by that, and it's be like much like more technically proficient than Lars is. You know what I yeah. mean? And play yeah, that. that. So seems, it's like that seems fair. not. It's not like I'm not. It's not a super. No, game, the, the whole thing. The whole thing of Napalm Death works really well. Yes. Um, but it, it, yeah, if you were to individually pick out, like, oh, the drums are really good. 
Yeah, but they are better on almost everything that came after it. <laughs> like, well, it's like, or you just you listen to Insect Warfare, which is another like drums, like the drums are driving like yeah, that, definitely. and it's like it's like a a machine, like every both in the fast and the sludgy, like slow parts is like machine like you know it's i wondered like if it was uh, triggered i wonder if it was uh samples as well for that because the drum hits sound all sounds are fucking perfect unclear but i get i guess i don't care <laughs> i've i've watched live footage that dude is a beast like oh yeah <laughs> like he's no like, but even even live like, often they, they'll use you know these these triggers to get the to get the, the sound to be exactly the same yeah totally um, um but except insect warfare played a lot of like die bars so <laughs> it oh, might have yeah. been full trigger and like not a not as popular of a band. Um, so uh, insect warfare. Let's do yeah. it. Let's do it. Um, okay. Our four seed. This is kind of the the consist consistent favorite for melodic death metal or like the kind of the the thing. So at the gates, the song uh, "Blinded by Fear." I believe is the name of the song. "Blinded by Fear" off of "Slaughter of the Soul." Yes, They're, uh, where, where they. They did a couple of records. I think it was uh, With Fear I Kissed the Burning Darkness. Come on, that's a great title. <laughs> and the, the Red in the Sky is ours, which are more like death metal, serious death metal. And then this is more This is more like uh, Calcus did a similar thing where it's like, what What if we were a bit more Iron Maiden about this whole thing? <laughs> what if we just like twin guitar solos and shit? And like, like, yeah, yeah, do that. <laughs> this is yeah. the melodic death metal stuff. This, so this is it. And so this is the first, like you know, the like. I mean, obviously, Dark Tranquility has elements of this, but this is like mm. when we think of melodic death metal, we're thinking of stuff like this, and it's yeah. matching up against Exhumed. I rot within. I ex- I assume that this was this is old school death metal, but it's not from the old school. This album is from right. Like, 2011 <laughs> like it's like pretty new like comparatively um so tell me what do you know about exhumed because i not like, much. i listened to this and a couple of other songs and it's like this, this, this is kind of my thing i really like this that's kind of like modern um like a, 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 similar to bloodbath i guess where it has as a sort of like oh yeah re- se- severely influenced by one particular act of of, of one particular aspect of uh, death metal but then made made now with modern equipment and maybe some slightly more modern ideas like if mutoid men were doing death metal it would be a bit more like this yeah totally that's that that's my feeling on it they get they get it and uh and play it really well but definitely are nodding towards your obituaries and your cannibal corpses and whatnot mm. um yeah, this is this is actually a hard matchup because they're obviously these bands are different, mm. but both of these songs like fucking rule. Like the yeah. At the Gate song is like pretty incredible. Like it's like really I, into I, it. It's, I think this is the I think this is At the Gate's best song on that record. And it, that is a strong record, and like every riff on that is just great. <laughs> like, well, it was yeah. The opening one, with the, 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 that's that's one of the best openers. Like that's <laughs> that's just a fantastic opening riff, and then it, where it slows down, the halftime stuff. I I love everything about this song. Yeah, and it's 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 a tr- it's a more traditionally laid out song. Like a lot oh, of yeah. the stuff that we've list that we've been a part of up to this point is like part of the death metal thing is like just like shitting off like the verse chorus structure or traditional song structure in favor of like fucking riffs and like (laughs) and vibe and like we play real fast and then we'll play slightly less fast but still pretty fast and then we'll go back to fast and then oh maybe we should get slow now because we've been playing fast for a while and it's like 
This like like within the space of 45 seconds. It's very ADHD. But yeah. no, this this runs at the same, I think it's a halftime bit, but it runs at the same fucking speed for nearly three minutes. Oh my God, this song's so fucking long. <laughs> yeah. And it's also the first like 30, 40 seconds is just like grinding feedback noise and then a sample and then it starts. <laughs> so, I mean, I, and again, I like Exhumed because... It's again, you know, as you said, it's kind of old school, but mm. without some of the baggage. It's like if you like Pantera, you might like Lamb of God a little more <laughs> yeah. because you don't have to worry about Phil and Soma being in the band or whatever, right? Like, but at the same time, man, I don't know this at the gate shit. Like, yeah, I feel like I feel like that's the move because it's really fucking good and it's it feels. I'm sure it felt different at the time, and it still feels different. You know, it has that. Yeah, the, like... I, I I got this record in, in or heard this record in '94, and it was like, yeah, this is. Oh, <laughs> it was like severely influenced by, um, you know, Roadrunner type thrash and stuff like that that, that was going on. There was mm-hmm. there was the Pantera were, were a big deal at the time, um, and it's like a lot of the more. Uh, like Iron Maiden type bands weren't really on the radar, and that, that, then this, it sort of came back with this, like the the idea of like that that sort of melody as well as having like brutally heavy riffs, but also putting like these like major scale, just like beautiful, <laughs> like it's, yeah, in in but it still sounds evil and tough, like in mm. a way like that. I think, um, you know, I think Carcass are able to do that too. There's other yeah. bands where it's like I looked at some like In Flames stuff where. It borders mm. on like power metal, like it's a little too it, it triumphant, does. and it's like mm, I can't. It's, yeah. I think death metal needs to have a minor, some you know feeling of that, like you know keeping it brutal, and it can't be too, it can't be too major scale, <laughs> or, right. it's, or it's like weird, you know, it's like, um, th- yeah, that it's might be like a personal too, preference, but, <laughs> but yeah, th- this is um, yeah, I, I think. I mean, I, I'm I'm totally taken with the uh, blinded by fear. I think it, I think it should go through. Like, yeah, uh, and I, I really did like Exhumed a lot, and I checked out some other stuff by them, and they're a good band. Yes. Um. I, and when we stop doing this, and I have a bit more time to go explore stuff, and, and not have to listen to 16 songs and write stuff about each one, <laughs> maybe, maybe in a couple of weeks I might dig out the Exhumed back catalog and go for it. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, uh, at the gates moves through our fifth seed is uh deicide <laughs> i feel like you have when you talk about death metal you have to talk about deicide because he has uh a backwards he has an upside down cross uh burned into his head yeah he doesn't go on about it though <laughs> 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 i don't know if you've noticed i got this cross um uh, <laughs> like so hey, hey, what, do, what do you what do you think of jesus <laughs> like, not, not, the, not a fan <laughs> um yeah so he's, he, uh, he's a bit ricky gervais about the whole thing <laughs> He definitely is. Um, yeah. Sorry. So, DS- sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. I'm just I'm collecting my thoughts myself. Um, also, this the way the ballot software uh, works for me cuts off a lot of the the titles of songs, and so I have to. Re- uh, so this is a, a song. <laughs> this is the best title. <laughs> Go ahead. Do the thing. Satan spawn the ca- cacao demon, <laughs> which. <laughs> 100% that, cacao. That means chocolate to... demon, right? Like, I'm, not, I'm not like <laughs> writing some fucking, oh, is it, it's what it means, right? <laughs> right? The cacao beans. <laughs> this, this, uh, well, well, okay, well, I mean, we'll talk about the song in a fucking second, but the matchup, uh, it's matching up. This is where we're going to 
the matchup gets a little weird. Our 12 seed oh, yeah. is classic uh, Mirpiri grindcore band Nazem's song, Doombringer. Um, this is not the best matchup, um, probably. And to be honest, Deicide, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan. How do you feel about Deicide? So, uh, I mean, I was fairly ambivalent about them. Uh, I listened to this and it's, I quite liked it. And then I listened to a bunch of other Deicide stuff. I just thought, well, let's, let's find out more. Uh, and I, uh, this is, um, there is some other DSI stuff that's really good, um, or at least is better than this. Uh, I just yeah, sort of this... randomly picked albums and just randomly sort of click through and go, I, I don't care what fans think. I'll just like, uh, often I just pick the, uh, the title track, which is almost always the first track. <laughs> like, um, they, they really just like oh, once upon the cross, what we're going to open this with lads. Uh, how about once upon the cross? <laughs> Yeah, I also I, really like the idea I, of him being really into the Bible just so he can, like, dispute parts of it. Like, go through the rare, like, Gnostic books that didn't make it. Go, ah, look at this thing that it said Jesus did. I reckon he didn't do that. Let me write a song about it. <laughs> Jesus, Glenn, you're really fucking into this, this Christ guy. Yeah, you're Take like... Take a break. <laughs> Stop yeah, stalking just, him. Uh, yeah, I mean, this song sounds brutal. And the, the internet kind of picked this one for me. It sounds brutal. It's... It's not super memorable to me. You're talking about um, no. obituary kind of being gray, and that's how I felt about this. Also, I think if the answer for your song is to put in a scary laugh at some point, <laughs> just rethink the question. Like, just you gotta like, really, like that's like that's the thing where like I'm just not I'm not into that at all. Yeah, um, that, that's true. Oh, but I typed in um Legion guitar tone because I was like how did they get this fucking guitar tone? And it the first hit in Google is like the worst guitar tones in metal. It's, and and it <laughs> yeah, it, they, some and there's some people say like oh, I think it's just a crate amp with a um a metal zone in front of it. And it's like it is a pretty horrible guitar sound. I don't think it sounds shitty, but it is it is like oh, horrible <laughs> do you know what I mean like, it's off-putting in the same way all oh, black metal is yeah. um he's also because it's yeah it's not heavy and like metallic and fucking mess of boogie weight there's no weight to it at all it feels like a cloud full of hornets you know <laughs> the, uh yeah it's no it's not great it, they also do the thing where they have the the monster vocals um <laughs> yes. and i'm yeah. not talking about the dude's vocals i'm talking about like at a certain in the beginning of the song they're like, we need to like really get this to the bottom of the Satan spawn thing. Let's have some like spooky demon vocals. And it's it sounds like like Dr. Claw from Inspector Gadget. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> like I will get you next time, Gadget, next time, like type situation. Um I yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of try hardness, I think, at these. I mean I it's weird that a yeah. guy who burned an upside down cross into his forehead <laughs> would have a lot of try hard in his music, but uh <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like yeah we we, we get it man <laughs> not a fan oh we get it you are free around 10 a.m on a sunday you have no plans like you're generally going to be available yeah um so yeah um so i would say not a strong day aside song but day aside got, got some stuff going on Okay, I mean, I I guess I I know people like them. I know that they're a thing. 
And, I and definitely prefer all... them to death. I, well, I, I tried out some other death songs as well this, this week, and like I, I can't do death. Uh, Dias had a little bit more. They're, they're more songs. Like they, they they do a song a bit more, but they're not. They still don't like write great songs. But they're <laughs> they're at least not just a big pile of like. I got some riffs. What are you? <laughs> yeah, you had a micro cassette recorder full of riffs, and they just like numbered them, rolled some dice, and just put them together at random. And it's like, yep, all right, pull the plug. Like, let's do this. Like, um, and this is up against uh, Doombringer. Doombringer, and you actually put the uh, live version from the from the Doombringer record. On okay, there. Um, sure. Uh, it, and it sounds absolutely fucking huge. <laughs> like this is especially compared to Deosad. Deosad's. Um, it's this evil guitar sound, but it's much more restrained and controlled than this fucking thing. This sounds just <laughs> enormous. This, like they've got the same weight to the the riffs as a fucking stoner band. There's like there's like fucking Sun Model T's pushing these riffs out. It sounds amazing. <laughs> like, yeah, and Nazem is one of those bands. You know, they're they were one of the cutting edge, like kind of innovative grind bands before the singer guitar player guy. Yeah, died. The, the main main guy, and he, he was killed in the um. Uh, what was it? The the tsunami mm-hmm. in um yeah in Indonesia, Indonesia. Uh, okay, weird. yeah, I, I, I remember. Um, I remember that happening. Well, sorry, I, rem- yeah. I remember the tsunami happening. I don't remember. Yeah, uh, but um, th- he's in the Nazim Nazim were one of those bands that are in the um that that grind documentary as well. Uh, heavily featured in that, and so you know, I heard a few a few of the songs there, and obviously it's a, it's um. As a tragedy, and it's one of those weird tragedies as well, where it's it was a worldwide kind of like nine eleven kind of kind of thing that that killed a not famous person, but killed someone in a scene, which you, you don't yeah. not see often. It's like drug overdose or suicide stuff like that that, that kills kills these these kind of uh, our rock friends. But this was like a natural disaster, which is kind of a. Uh, uh, unusual. Nazem apparently still still together or still like recording and touring or like doing doing stuff. Um, yeah, they reformed I don't know if it's with new stuff. Dude. They did reform with a dude, with a different dude. Um, we, I have we not have thought checked more about this. out. <laughs> what? <laughs> I should have done, done more research than just kind of like, I feel that, you know, <laughs> maybe they're still together. Look, look, I put a bracket together. I feel like I did my job. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, you really did. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm now, like, asking, like... <laughs> uh, yeah, um, and and to be quite honest, when after that dude passed, I know... I don't know if they put out stuff. They definitely had at least reunion shows where they played with a diff- different yeah. singer, guitar players and stuff. You know, this is one of those bands where in the early 2000s, like, yeah, it's, you know, it was like Pig Destroyer and Nazem were like really yeah. like, you know, and to a lesser degree, like Cephalic Carnage and stuff like that, where you're like, oh, this is... You gotta pay attention to these dudes, and so it's it's very precise. Uh, a lot like Pig Destroyer as well, um, which we'll definitely get to. Yeah. But it's almost like um, not auto tuned, but Pro Tools within. You know, like everything lines up perfectly. Except this is a live version, so it's probably not Pro Tools to death. <laughs> it's just like they just sound that way. Hey, it might be. It might be a real Kiss Alive type situation. <laughs> <laughs> We just need to replace all the bad parts, i.e., everything. The drums, <laughs> bass, guitar, and vocals. <laughs> We're keeping the crowd noise. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, so this is a this is a kind of a again this is a real apples and oranges type thing to kind of put to uh, yeah definitely like old school death metal versus uh, sort of modern grindcore. Yes, um, um, 
But this is How also a choose? very, very, very good example of modern grindcore and a kind of. It's. I mean, it's not even a good Deicide song. <laughs> Wait, like, it's all right, but there are better Deicide songs out there. So I. I mean. Like if you put both bands' entire catalogs up, up against each other, I think I probably st- still steer, steer towards uh, Nazem just because I think they're a little bit more my my kind of thing. But it'd be slightly closer than this, which seems to be just a knockout. Like Doombringer <laughs> is great, and this uh, Satan and the Chocolate Demon is you know yeah. <laughs> fine. <laughs> look, look the uh, the dark chocolate content of the of of Satan is very important. I want to know is it ninety percent. <laughs> How? <laughs> does this does it involve Camp Chocolate as well? Is he because he is a dark <laughs> satanic figure? Like he's he sur- survives on the blood that. of people. <laughs> the song is is about Count Chocula and how he made Frankenberry. Even though Frankenstein is the person who created the monster, so did was there someone named Frankenberry who created yes, Frankenberry's was. monster? <laughs> like what? Um. There's a lot. There's a lot to take in. These, these American serials raise a lot of questions. <laughs> you want also so Nazem wins. What? Um, yeah. What that's also a, raises? Fair. What also raises a lot of questions is our next matchup. Ooh, Look yeah. at that segue. Um, I know where you're going to go with this. I think we. I know where both of us are going to go with this, but I do have to mention it to the to the people so they can follow along. Our sixth seed is Carcass, bridging the gap between. Um, between grindcore and then melodic death, like I guess. yeah, and then re- regular death. I don't know. They like really they 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 contain a lot of facets. Um, uh, so yeah, Carcass, they're, they're a weird band. And we went not with their uh, okay grindcore stuff because I think we're both in agreement that they it's, were. That's a, it's all fine, but. There, there are bands that do it better, certainly now, but I think yeah. probably even then, like you could probably find some like, oh, Symphonies of Sickness. Yeah, but, you know, scum. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they tuned down to Z. Yeah. That's the thing that happened. But yeah. did a bunch of other bands tune down to Z, and we have them on this list. So what instead we did is we took, at the time, I think, this movie, was this album unpopular? We, we, the title track off of their album, Heartwork, the song Heartwork, is the sixth seed. Um... I don't know if it was it, unpopular. I think it was a big. Uh, I think it was more of a hit in the US because this was released on Columbia in the US and just earache in the U. They're just normal or rip off, um, <laughs> uh, supposedly important, <laughs> important uh, label that put out all this stuff. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, I think it was. Just, um, I don't know if it left fans behind. I, it certainly gained a bunch of new fans like me because I'm like, this is great. <laughs> yeah. And this is was this the first album that had the dude who later went on to be an arch enemy and stuff, who's a uh, fan of like harmonized leads and shit? Or is Mike, that... Mike Armour, I think it was because I don't, I don't think he was on uh, Necrotism, which is the one before that, which is like a more technical grindcore album, which I still can't really get behind. It's it's better and better produced than the other stuff, but it's not. It's still not like this is where Carcass are for me. Like Heartwork and the stuff they've done since then has been better than I think than their, their grindy stuff. Okay, and so it's Heartwork versus our 11th seed, Necrophagist. Yeah. With Stab Wound, which the another, another case of the singer saying the song title in a hilarious voice, like, <laughs> a uh, hilarious case. I, I do want to talk about the, uh, the Stab Wound song, because it's... This is this is extremely technical death. Like, <laughs> this, this is... This is 100%. I was like, I gotta put... 
a, like Deaf and Morbid Angel started the technical death metal thing, mm-hmm. and then where it ended up is wild because you have these bands like well, Necrophagist for just like fucking it's you know my notes for that song are like uh it <laughs> uh guitar lesson the musical that's what yeah, <laughs> it's seriously like, it's like wild <laughs> the, the the riffs are all over the place like they're they're not fun to listen to and they're extremely hard to play <laughs> like Oh, also, it has that another example of the clean bass shredding. It just sounds like, and now some complicated jazz in the middle of your fucking like, dead metal. Because the bass is super clean. Like, it, it, if it was distorted, it might sound like. Well, it's distorted. It sound like a fucking guitar, but it's 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 it comes out. And it's just like, <laughs> don't do that. Holy shit! Yeah, um, yeah, but it's like weird that the singer doesn't get the memo. That, like, oh god, no! But it, that forty seconds before the vocals come in, and then it stops, and then he goes, "Oh!" <laughs> like, and he's just the like, moment where the vocals come in is fucking like, hilarious. It's fucking so funny because he thinks he's in Cannibal Corpse, and they all think they're at like the Man Berkeley Institute Transfer. of fucking music. Like, it's like unclear, like. He's like, he should be singing about space stations or some shit. Like, I don't think, like, I just don't think he should be singing about normal death metal stuff. That's no, the, the death metal vocals don't work over this. I, I think it should be Jeff Tate. <laughs> well, obviously not, but you know. <laughs> but someone in the Tate lineage. What, um, what if the, what if there was a robot hooker program to destroy? I, I don't know what Queen's Rack singing about. I assume it's something like that. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is I, it's got a nice solo I, at the end. I, th- I think harmonized guitar solo partway through. Sure. I, I, mean, I, I, I listened to it this morning and made that note. I can't remember. I, like, at the time, it was like, oh yeah, this guitar solo is quite nice. Well, I mean, you would hope so, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Seems to be the end. Um, oh, I the, mean, oh, these boys can play. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, like when they were putting up an ad to find members for the band, it was like... Must be wanting to play all the notes was like one of those. <laughs> like, like strap needs to be very high, and you need to be able to play all the notes. So yeah, eight string I'm, guitar. <laughs> so I feel like, I mean, it's carcass in a walk. That is not oh. to take away from the fact that heartwork is a great song. And, it is. And my, my notes for this say perfect, and there's a question mark, and the question mark is crossed out. Because <laughs> it's just, you know, it's. It's still, it's got that death metal thing. It's still like fast at times and all that, mm. it, but their ability, which we, we've kind of heard a little bit in, in At The Gates as well, but their ability to like put in like harmonized leads or more like melodic leads. And in Heartwork's case, this is like Finn Lizzie it up with like, it's like harmonized uh, it, leads yeah. all the time. Most of the time. Yeah. This, this, this like, it's <laughs> Judas Priest doing death metal. It's amazing. It's, it's it, it really the kind of stuff I love. Um, it didn't even... I, until I listened to Out the Gates, I wasn't really aware that this was the melodic death metal because it's it, there's something else going on as well. Like, Out the Gates are an extreme example of, of um, melodic death metal. But like, oh, yeah, I guess this is that too, sort of. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm definitely putting it in that camp, although it is different. And it's not... I think the Swedish death metal and the Swed- like the melodic death metal, mm. which there's a little more of that to come, like has its own particular thing and carcass doesn't really have that but 
you could see where they liked some of the same stuff or where some of the influences of wanting to put, yeah, more classic heavy metal or like mm. harmonized leads or prettier parts in it that weren't just like a short, clean part before you get like blast beady again or whatever I, you can see yeah. where all of that is in the mix for people and it also it sounds heavy as well which is which is nice you can yeah. it's not often um the uh, it's just drums and guitars and, and and you can't really hear the bass and it's not like you can really hear the bass in this but you can feel it a lot more than you can in, in some of the th- more thin sounding death metal stuff i think it's because it this is made in the uh, early 90s when it was more you know, they made it well. <laughs> like it was post the Black Album, so they were they had better production techniques than they did back in, you know, the mid '80s when they were making earlier death metal albums. You know? Yeah, the earlier death metal, it's like there was two, there was like two studios that could even record <laughs> it right. like marginally well, and, mo- and like so there's like that one in like fucking Florida that Florida, like yeah. ev- everyone would like all American death metal bands were like I guess we got to go to fucking Florida now to like, go record at that one studio that can handle it um and so yeah um so yeah one of these is a song I would listen to again and the ever I guess I will study for guitar exercises I just, <laughs> please don't do that Get ready. A lot of sweet picking in my wrist now. Like, um... <laughs> no, because it's all harmonized. I'll have to do it as well. <laughs> <laughs> you strap in. Um, okay, so that's that's carcass. Uh, my, my strap's too long. <laughs> yeah, we both would have to have the guitars much higher on our bodies than they currently are. Um, okay. All right. Um, oh, th- this, what... this one's a bit more of a, a tough, tough break, isn't it? Um, so for... Uh, I, I think how you said, how, how you wrote notes for Carcass is how I write notes for our seventh seed. Uh, it's Pig Destroyer. Yeah. I feel like Pig Destroyer was the pace car for a very long time on Grindcore. Uh, they had like two albums worth of like showing everyone how it's done. <laughs> I, uh, I I chose one off of their their masterpiece album um from 2001 i believe uh and uh prowler in the yard i went with cheerleader corpses which is the first like proper song on the album after a weird robot voice short story thing i don't know if you've listened to the album in a while <laughs> like uh, no not for a while but yeah i remember that first start being uh weird <laughs> it's like stephen Hawking tells a creepy story and then there's like the first five songs go one after the other in a way where you're like, this is the greatest like death metal song ever. And it's like eight crycore songs <laughs> like linked together. Um, that's matching up against, I think one of the bands that influenced them and influenced a lot of like American, like grindcore stuff. Um, Terrorizer. Mm. Um, they, Pig Destroyer even named their second album Terrorizer. I did not oh, do this on right, purpose, yeah. but, but, um, uh, I picked the song Fear of Napalm, which seems to be like the hit off of their, um, I think only one album. They were a very short-lived band. They're, you heard about them in that Grindcore documentary you sent me. I think so, yeah. <laughs> uh, and this this is a band that had uh, Dave Vincent from Morbid Angel in it and two people that later went on to be in Napalm Death at yes. different times. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so yeah, Terrorizer is something of a, uh, I don't know if it's a super group, I don't know if it's still called a supergroup if you then go on and be in a bunch of different bands. I think it's a supergroup after you're already in a bunch of different bands. But yeah, yeah it's, it's it's like weirdly like it's like the Yardbirds or something for <laughs> yeah. like grindcore where it's like, oh yeah, you might have heard 
some of their songs, but you definitely know people who are in this band. <laughs> like, right. Um, so let's talk about this one first. This is a, a, this is, I think this record's from like 89, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's, and it, it's really old sounding. Uh, but it sounds really, um, it, that's one of its strengths. It sounds really brutal. Like they were able to to like lean into the fact that okay, maybe we're not going to make it sound like this because the technology doesn't exist. But it will sound like this. It will sound really brutal and nasty, <laughs> and and so it, it maybe isn't as super clear uh, as some of the other um, down tuned like stuff that we hear. But it, it certainly has a, it has a great sound. Yeah, and it's weird because it has kind of the same strong song structure as uh, Unchallenged Hate. <laughs> But it's like better. <laughs> it's like yeah. uh, to me, it's like oh, you know, it kind of starts out like slower, and then like it's incredibly, incredibly fast, and you're like, oh shit, this is fucking awesome. I um, think I might have preferred Napalm Death to this, but there's that's not, fine. not much that's in fair. it. I think I, ha- I think I had had them both as like, uh, like yeah, they're, they're, yeah. Th- this has a better sound th- yes. than, than that Napalm Death stuff. Um, maybe that might be a better song. I don't know. Sure, fair, it's pretty close. Yeah, we're slitting um, hairs. Yeah, but man, Pig Destroyer though. I don't know. I know they're one of your favorite bands. So it, it, this is another one where where we're kind of coming into like personal. Like I got some favorites in here as well. Yeah. But, wow. This this is also a really strong song from Pig Destroyer. Like it's like cr- it's crazy fast. Like, this was literally the song where like I was like I guess I love grindcore now. Like <laughs> I like literally heard I was like. I've heard these guys are good. I'm going to buy them on spec because I've heard they're like innovative and like, you know, I think they're I had really a seven are. inch and stuff. And then I was like, but this is supposed to be the thing. And then because they were on like a split with Orchid that I had, but it wasn't quite the peak period yet. And then, yeah, as soon as that part, that song came on, I was just like, fuck. And I had to like, I think I even like, I got to listen to that again because it's like 45 seconds too. It's like, yeah. it's incredibly, it's like, but that's, that riff is so good. And the, it's, it's the blasting is so brutal. Like yeah. their drummer is like, their drummer at the time was like insane. Like his, like his chops. So it's like, it's what you want. It's what you want. At, like it is kind of the ideal of the sub minute long <laughs> grind. Core, yeah. You know? Yeah. Th- this put me a bit in mind of, um, uh, insect warfare. Um, this is better. Yes, and it's somehow darker. <laughs> like insect warfare, you can almost imagine it being more of a joke. This is seems like less of a joke. And like before, we were saying like Angel of Death and being like a snuff movie. This would just be like a live action watching someone just get killed in front of you. This <laughs> like, <laughs> is real like faces of death type Sorry. situation. Like and and like you know looking over the. It's it's crazy how. Even within the same album, they had a lot of other. They did a lot of mm. more experimental stuff, and this album is just guitar, like drums and vocals. Like there's yeah, no, no bass no on bass it. until no bass until fucking Headcage. Yeah, they were yes. They uh, had, I mean, they, bass, they, bass live, but no, nothing on the records until the uh, until they became a much a bit more of a le- less interesting death metal act. I think would be yes, I reasonable to say uh, fair. Although the new one, they had a new one come out. What last month I think, and that's pretty good. Yes, it, it didn't remind me of, of head head cage as much. It was a little bit more more interesting. So yeah, they're, it's, they're still a great band. Yeah, um, less taken with their doom stuff that they did. <laughs> Red tar and uh, what was it? it? Was some gal's name like Veronica or something? Oh, like, uh, Natasha. Natasha, yeah, the um, one that's like there's like a five to one minutes. 
stereo mix. It's like, I don't know. What's crazy about, uh, we've been talking about production from time to time. Ooh, uh, yeah. Prowler in the Yard, like, recorded by the guitar player Scott Hall, like, pretty much on a four track, I think, digitally. Like, he did, like, Damn. and then he just intricately mixed it. So, like, he's like, there's no triggers or anything. So, he had to go through and just, like, mix the drums to make sure that, like, by hand. It and I think. so perfect. Yeah. But not in an airless bad way like uh dark Dr- dark tranquility sounds perfect but it's a little um it's uh, not as thrilling it's pretty this sterile sounds perfect yeah, uh, uh, yeah uh, sterile exactly uh this sounds perfect but not sterile <laughs> this is <sounds> perfect <laughs> but would fucking kill you <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like um so i mean obviously again this die perfect question mark scratched out like um <laughs> if it, and if i wasn't like adhering to like if the, the one like bit of me being to try to tamper my own feelings about this band is I didn't put them as the like third seed for, for Crankcore and right. I put Napalm Death for like a, as a legacy act instead of them <laughs> um, so uh, so Pick Destroy versus Terror, Terrorizer yeah um, I mean not, not a total knockout but god damn that Pick Destroy song's great I, I did really like this Terrorizer song but I mean, Pig Destroy is just better, isn't it? Like, it's it's, it's, it's got to be Pig Destroy. Okay, last one. This is eight seed versus nine seed. We've been really yeah. made a me out of this. Um, so the eighth seed is your boys entombed. Yeah. Uh, with Drowned. Um, could have been several songs off a of left-hand path, but I went with Drowned. And then uh, versus Morbid Angel, Maze of Torment. Um, From... Altars of Madness. Altars of Madness. Yeah, the second record. Yes, I think. Let me let me let me riddle you this <laughs> before we get into your thoughts on there. Is Mor- Morbid Angel does a lot of the things Def does, but they write real songs. Is Morbid yes. Angel better than Def? Like, yes. is it just like should we be talking about Morbid Angel more and Def less? <laughs> I think so. Yes. Okay. Uh, I think part of the reason is um, Def. I think were more. There, I think they were slightly earlier. Uh, Chuck Schildiger is dead and was also, by all accounts, an extremely nice bloke. Like, people, he was kind of beloved, and no one in Morbid Angel is beloved. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> they all seem like terrible people. Also, they um, they have released some very, very bad albums. Like, uh, apparently, uh, there was a more industrial-flavored album, which I can't remember the title of. Nope. There was something called Formulas, Formulas Fatal to the Flesh. Apparently, that's terrible. Um, checks out. <laughs> and then they did one on like, Domination in about 1995, uh, which was kind of funny, and it had a song called Where the Slime Live on it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Not, not which a... is, I recommend checking out. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, also, personal side note, um, in Anchorage in the 90s, when I was playing in a punk rock band, uh, my best friend and the bass player for that band, Sean, um. I think he ran he ran into a relative of his who was like, Oh, you're in a band, I manage a band. And he's like, What band? And he's like, Morbid Angel. <laughs> and we Ow. were like, Who is that? And then we looked it up and we we're like, That's this band seems terrible because at the time <laughs> we were not into this at all. I would I would go to the record store and just pick up Campbell Corp CDs and show it to people so they could be like, Can you believe this exists? But I like <laughs> 
I was like, yeah. read some of these song titles out loud. Um, but Morbid Angel seems to be taking it a lot more, more seriously though, than Cannibal Corpse. They seem to be a lot more, they're more day aside than that. <laughs> they are. They want you to know about the Maze of Torment, which I'm not quite sure what that is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, this uh, this was a little bit more of the, again, like, um, I keep using the word grey when it's like a bit joyless and a bit sort of like put, put the riffs together and then it's a song like factory produced kind of like a lot of thrash was like that and this seems to be a little bit like that for me i'm uh, very tacky and very hard to play but kind of who cares it also um, has that production like morbid the morbid angel like is good but it's like it, it sounds like it could be like a mega f album or something it's like does it, like it doesn't it's not yeah. as brutal and like frenetic oh it's, as... it's not the, when when the guitar first comes in it has, it has chorus effect on it <laughs> Do you notice that? That was like that is not a brutal sound, bro. <laughs> that is a that more brutal sound. than a wide chorus. <laughs> just sh- shimmering like fucking like the wedding present. <laughs> just just like, what are you doing? <laughs> Make it more jangly. Make it sound like Johnny Marr. I'm trying to be the devil here. <laughs> That's right. It's, yes. Oh man. You know the police. The brutal death metal of <laughs> <laughs> the police. <laughs> This is coming against Entombed Drowned, which is this HM2 buzzing, like, just, like, just into a fucking solid state, just horrible, like, just, like, really, really cleanly art- articulated, like, almost like a synthesizer sound guitar, just this fucking evil sound, <laughs> like, this is versus Morbid Angels, kind of like, ah, oh, no, we're really on the devil's side here. Schlingling. <laughs> <laughs> see you in the maze of torment which is a corn maze because it's a play on words um um yeah entombed that hm2 like oh. i can see why people heard that and they're like what is making that noise <laughs> i'm either into it or we need to stop it D- direct split between, between what is making that noise and stop making that noise <laughs> Let's either stop it or all guitars guitars should sound like that. That is your two that's yeah, the two thoughts it. you that's, have. That's, <laughs> stop drilling, you've hit goal. Don't touch the dials anymore. <laughs> Just lock, lock everything like, in place. <laughs> Pull Lucite all over it. That's your sound. It's so it's so like it's such a specific sound. I mean, I could see Isn't why it? I wouldn't do it, but why people are spending like hundreds and hundreds of dollars to get a not popular at the time pedal because like that is that sound is like again just very specific and like it sounds it sounds rad in context of entombed doing it you know what i mean Doesn't i don't know if i need yeah, every yeah. band to sound like it no no and i liked how it was um i guess there were other bands because it was um it was also called the sunlight studios sound um i guess there was other bands in either Gothenburg or the other Swedish place uh, making making this sort of stuff but not at the gates like this this was them this is Entombed and some of the more death metal kind of bands mm-hmm. doing this kind of stuff yeah uh, and this sounds great as well like um, I wasn't as into Left Hand Power because I got Wolverine Blues first which is their death and roll kind of like really fun album like it's, yeah. it's like uh, what what if it was a bit, what if it was a lot more like Kiss <laughs> like <laughs> um and then this is more the first. The first two records are more serious, like clandestine and, and first left hand path were a lot more, um, like less kind of grinning <laughs> when they when they were making it. Uh, but this is this is still really great, and um, 
it has lots of cool parts like any anytime where the drums drop out and it's just the guitar and the drums come back in it's like that really highlights the horrible guitar sound <laughs> it's like it's, this is like really good old school death metal I re- I'm really into it also the way the way the um it's um LG Pedrov who's the singer on this not the next one and then from then on uh the way he pronounces human is you man <laughs> like, yeah do that more of that <laughs> there's a lot of as we've highlighted there's a lot of like hilarious enunciation like for <laughs> for like where yeah someone came in borderline saying half wrong and chopped in half and you're like yeah go with that <laughs> like, <laughs> Chopped in hoof. It's like, oh, sure. <laughs> like, why not? Like, like, get in there. Um, so, I mean, this seems like the uh, the obvious choice, right? Yeah, I, obviously, as a, as an entombed fan as well, I'm I'm not going to be putting another band above them for <laughs> for a while. It's gonna not, they're not going out in the first round to fucking morbid angel. No, but they might go out in the second round. Um, they may well. Uh, which. Um, I guess let's just get to it, and we can try to speed through some of these because we've really made. Yeah, a I think deal I think we've gone into a lot of detail on on these songs. I think it's um, just really really half heart work that might need <laughs> might need to be talked about a lot more. Um. Okay. So next round, Hammer Smash Face by Cannibal Corpse versus Drowned by Entombed. Um. I mean, I, I I'd want to take Entombed just because, uh, but I feel like it's a bit more personal preference. Um. I really like. I don't know. I think I think and and Tomb are doing uh their 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 Swedish de- death metal thing better than Cannibal Corpse are doing their American death metal thing on, on these <laughs> the two day, songs. The thing they created. Um... Yeah, <sighs> I think we're I think we're both talking about two originators here. This is this is a uh, and Tomb's first album, and I think no one else sounded like this then. Yes. Um. Yes, yeah, it's tough because. If I was going to listen to, like right now, one of these songs again, probably listen to Entombed. But I do feel weird. You know, again, Hammer Smash Face is the, like, angel of death of the genre. You know what I mean? It's one of those, you know? And so it's it's odd to to vote against it fairly. I mean, th- these early. are two both very well-regarded bands. Um, I-, I don't think Entombed are that much of an upset. Uh Oh, I'm biased though because I really fucking love it. <laughs> I'm less taken with Cannibal Corpse, to be honest. Yeah. Um, looking at what else we have that we can. Because if this becomes like the, the battle of grindcore bands, it's going to be a weird, <laughs> weird bracket. Um, fuck it. Let's just yeah. Let's go entombed. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. I would not have called that. Um, that's not how I thought that was going to go. When I was looking at this, it's like, oh, I feel like Camp Core is pretty safe. <laughs> Sailing through here. Um, all right. Uh, our next mat- matchup will be Nazem with Doombringer versus At the Gates, Blinded by Fear. Um, <laughs> I love Nazem, but I feel like At the Gates is... Good. I- I'm glad you said that. Again, this is a bit more like personal preference like i re i've always loved out the gates this is also one of the at the gates that says best songs like every riff on it is gold uh it will be really hard to beat this i think um much like doom doombring is great and it sounds huge i i, I, I take out the gates over, over yeah that. i i feel like yeah 
at the gates just that song crushes and so we yeah. want to we want to we want to honor that um sweet sweden's going heavily at the moment <laughs> sweden sweden on the board like they're getting in there um okay um insect warfare enslaved by machinery versus carcass heartwork i know where your head's going to be on yeah, this yeah it's, ca- it's carcass um but uh yeah that uh, uh, Again, Carcass and, and At the Gates, uh, this, this, this melodic uh, death metal stuff is very much my, my kind of thing. Um, the Insect Warfare is a great example of, of grindcore. Um, I think Pig Destroyer do a better example of that, that kind of grindcore. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that next. I <laughs> know um, <laughs> um, that's not what the fight is. I, I would take Carcass, but... Um, um, I, I will probably idea. agree with you. I can... <laughs> let's, let's do it. Okay. Okay, um, and our last matchup for this round, Pig Destroyer, Cheerleader Corpses versus Obituary, Chopped in Half. This is a pr- pretty easy one, isn't it? I yeah, think, this, um... is, this is the one. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's Pig Destroyer. Like, Obituary, it's weird that there's a type of, uh, clearly we're favoring melodic death metal over yeah. regular death metal as uh, <laughs> could have, like, Maybe technical stumped. didn't get a look in, did it? <laughs> technical will never get a look in. Um, probably could have stumped for Hammer Smash Face a little harder. Um, but I really like that Entomb song, so like yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Like, um, so uh, like, uh, also this was this was gonna it was gonna be more upsets than this. There were these these bands, like they're almost all great bands. Like put, putting out like. I like most of the songs on this on this thing that we've gone through, so it's it's very hard. <laughs> it, it's going to be really hard in the next round where uh, Carcass versus Pig Destroyer might end our friendship. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, but yeah. before we get to that, uh, let's let's take a slightly easier one with uh, Entombed, Drowned versus Blinded by Fear at the gates. I'm still at the gates, to be quite honest. Like. Yes, I, I I agree. Um, I I think that's it's got everything you want out of it, and um, entombed are doing a specific thing that's enjoyable and weird with their HM two buzzsaw guitars. But at the gates, just sounds fucking. Yeah, yes, it, you, want, you want more of that. I, I do love that, and it is it, like you said. I think it almost power metal, but not. <laughs> like, but uh, it almost gets there, but doesn't quite get there. So at the it's, gates, it's 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 a real joy. I love it. I love that riff so much. Um, okay, so Carcass here it is. Fig destroyer. This this is this this is not easy. Uh, I I would say carcass, but I, yeah, um, honestly. Um, but that then, then it's going to come down to two melodic death metal songs in the final, <laughs> and it's like yeah. And I guess this is where I wonder. This is you know this is where I'm going to like at least devil's advocate for uh, yeah. Pick Destroyer as a doing a specific kind of like grindcore riff thing that as we talked about is like brutal and menacing and like has a thing and that carcass like heartwork is a great song. And they're doing some stuff. They're kind of bringing in some of those more like Judas Priesty kind of influences. I guess. I guess the question is, does it have the same kind of like impact or like influence? There's other bands kind of doing what Carcass is sort of doing what Carcass is doing, and Pig Destroyer. I feel like innovated the game a little bit. I don't know. 
with uh, with this stuff, yes, I think with with early Karka stuff, you could definitely make the point of, of how important they are, their legacy is with like all that all the Granko stuff they did, even though it wasn't as good as some of the other Granko stuff. Yeah. They, they were certainly uh, and and the fact that I think most people that were in Karkas were also in Napalm Death at one point. <laughs> that's um, yeah, that's there's like five bands. I didn't put like Extreme Noise Terror in some of the other band. Like yeah, there's like a whole like mermaid scene of like bands that were just like. <laughs> all around at the same time and they all had like there's like eight guys who were in every band and it was like man yeah you guys um, need to have more friends um <laughs> like, what are you doing? it's like, a small island with not many people there you know yeah. Yeah, every, everybody had a turn being in cathedral for a while it was <laughs> it was wild yeah um okay you could be my roommate but promise you won't be in cathedral it's like i guess i'm living somewhere else <laughs> like it can't happen um so this uh, is where I would I would stump for Pick Destroyer and say that we need uh, we need the grind we need grind in there need yeah um, I, I I can see that I mean um, it's it's weird because if this if it did come down to at the gates versus carcass it would be two melodic death metal songs and it would be almost impossible to pull them apart um, I'd be, uh, I'd, be I'd, I'd have a lean. Carcass. I definitely have a lean if we had that matchup, but it might, even, like, it might even it might be out the gates just because it's um, just because that that song is so sharp and gets it done so well. Um, Heartwork's brilliant and has a lot, a lot going. You know, I we we could take Big Destroyer over. over okay, Carcass. that's all right. Like, oh, my boys. Oh, okay, so now <laughs> final two then, cheerleader corpses. Versus Blinded by Fear. This is really hard. This is a really hard... Like, Pig Destroyer, one of my favorite bands, but if we're talking about death metal it, and grindcore... It comes down to, like, what almost like, what what genre do you prefer? Grindcore or melodic death metal? Kind, the kind of... That, that's almost the question. Because this is, like, the t- two of the best examples of those things. Yes. And I, I'm, and this is part of the reason why why I think we should have knocked out Carcass before, because it's like, well, otherwise you've got two melodic... Death metal bands and what, 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 how to pick between them, and this is more like, all right, grindcore versus melodic death metal. I prefer melodic death metal to grindcore barely, and in this case, I prefer at the gates barely over pig destroyer. That's that's where I'm at. But I I, I would that's I'm happy so, to hear an argument for pig destroyer because it's <laughs> yeah. So here's well, I, I guess this is the problem when I'm looking at this. There's there's my personal feelings, which is like this the, the thing that I love. And I love like this is one of the Pig Destroyer album, Prowler in the Yard is one of my favorite albums. Yeah. And it's it's great and I love Grindcore. I am looking this taking a step back though and being like, this is also like about death metal it's death metal and grindcore and kind of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like and with these group of bands. I'm trying to like really put that in the perspective. If this is like just a list of grindcore stuff, if it was sixteen grindcore songs, I don't know that a band would beat cheerleader like i don't know if there's a song that would beat cheerleader corpses out of like 16 grindcore songs but mix putting death metal and grindcore into the same pot it's one of those things where i might be more inclined to pick a death metal song to win out this bracket even though personally i might listen to grindcore more often if that makes any sense it does yeah yeah Um... and in that case I love Cheerleader Corpses and is not taking anything away from that song and Pick Destroyer. But I do feel like out of this collection of songs, 
at the gates feels like the right choice. It feels like it takes in all those influences and puts it out in one song while the Pig Destroyer is like one specific thing. So Yes. I, isn't this for the same reason we knocked out um, Insect Warfare? Oh, no, maybe not. I was just saying they, they, they do one thing extremely well. Pink Destroyer, obviously, a little bit more, more broad than that. But this song, I think they do they do one thing extremely well. Yeah. And at the gates, like you said, a little bit broader, a little bit more going yeah. on. It's, it's kind of similar to where we ultimately ended up with Battery over, like, Angel of Death as well. It's like trying mm. to, like, take in a little more of the, the picture. So I, I am super comfortable with putting Blinded by Fear by At the Gates as our winner out of this bracket. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting matchup. It's, like, it's kind of a surprise for me, actually. I wasn't sure what was going to win. I knew that Pig Destroyer, Carcass, and At the Gates would do really, really well. Yeah. Um, because I know that those out of the th- out of all the other bands, those are the three bands that we really like, <laughs> like between us. Yeah. Um, uh, but I love Insect Warfare, but it's yeah. one of those things too, where it's like that Carcass song rules, and I can I can make the you know what I mean. It's like yeah. I'm not mad about mo- like I'm not mad about any of these choices really. Absolutely. And my surprise was I I did think Campbell Corpse resting on the like we created this shit like because i guess maybe this this list didn't have a lot of fake cannibal corpse because we had cannibal corpse but there's a lot of fake cannibal corpse like you know yeah i think there's a lot of gore gore based nonsense out there you you picked really kind of unimpeachable bands like the, the there isn't like um a band and then that's a copy of that band that's on there the closest thing would be fucking um probably insect warfare is like as a sort of very very influenced by a specific part of say napalm death or even pig destroyer of just being like oh got it this this kind of thing yeah um that's it like the others are all all oh no uh, exhumed i guess they're they're more they're, they're kind of a, a little bit of a throwback yeah everybody else is like either we invented this or we put such a, such a distinct spin on it that it's it's us rather than anyone else like even bands that i'm not particularly ca- careful like death morbid angel and deicide they're still extremely well regarded and for good reason maybe yeah. not death but <laughs> like well that that was the thing that was really what was really hard and we kind of mentioned before that there's like ancillary playlists that we made and stuff it was very hard to pick the bands for um for this one and there was definitely bands that i wanted or thought oh well, th- this band's definitely going to be on there. I don't think it even made the playlist, but like Nile, like was a band that oh, I was yeah, like, yeah. Nile, like could have been on there, maybe should have been on there. There's like a bunch of bands that like are doing stuff. Um, Anal and the Proc is one. Like, there's an Amorphous song. Uh, In Flames could have been on there. I thought they, yeah, they, they, I mean, it would have come down to like ha- how much melodic death metal we're going to put on. It. Also. Like at the gates, uh, and, and Carcass are probably. I, I'm surprised at how much I like at, at, uh, In Flames, but I haven't found a song that's like, or, or a, I haven't found anything within them that's just like, oh my god, no, this, this instead of Heartwork, you know? No, totally. And that that was the thing where I was like, let me see if it's gonna be because I was looking at like melodic death metal, and then mm. I would have like taken like just taken some out. Like I tried to like, and it was like, you know, you start with At the Gates because it's At the Gates, and you're like. Yeah, it's kind of and you're like okay, stuff. that's on there, and then it's like, well, you know, Carcass. You could choose kind of their grind period or their like melodic, more melodic yeah. period. And it's like we well, got to have that, and then it became like, you know, I wild carded it with Dark Tranquility, but 
because there was no inflamed songs that were as good as Eve Rose's, you know, or in, yeah, you know, yeah. or you have entombed in there. It's like, you feel like you need to have them because it's a Swedish sound. You end up kind of like, there's so many bands and there's bands that like, if I didn't feel like I had to have DSI on there, I would have definitely, there was other yeah. bands that would have like gotten their Look, place. Looking at this, um, at your bonus uh, playlist that you made, it's got like a, uh, Bloodbath, fantastic. Um, pro- they don't necessarily need to be on there because they're, they're another sort of like throwback old school thing. But Worm Rot, fucking hell, Worm Rot. I mean, Worm Rot give Pig Destroyer a run for their money. They are like, they're really good. They're, they're so much fun. Uh, Full of Hell, one of the, the newer bands that, yeah. are, that, are, that are doing this now. And they're, they're pretty great. There's uh, another one that really stood out. Repulsion. Yeah, I remember them being uh, kind of a big deal as well. It was There's- great. Um, like, Anal Nefrock, especially the Codex Necro album, is like really innovative, weird, like death metal. Like they like have just like some sometimes industrial kind of stuff or just like weird experimental shit huh. inside their crazy blast beat nonsense. It's like there's a, like a lot of great stuff that I couldn't. Um, yeah, yeah. also just just clicking through the like some other stuff that's that kind of would have fit in on it would be like. Uh, Nails, I know that. Oh yeah, the, uh, Black Breath. Although I don't know, and, and Trap them, but those are all kind of like they're a specific sound that not the most original thing in the world, but kind of a good example of of what they do. Um, oh, this, oh, cattle, uh, this is uh, this is nearly impossible. Yeah, oh, like, cattle decapitation. Like... Well, cattle decapitation and insect warfare. You wouldn't put them both on the same. No, uh, no. That's, well, that's just, <laughs> I, I had to like I had to I had to make hard choices, and I I went with. Uh, specifically that that Insect Warfare album is yeah. like that was that's a pretty big album, and I still like every once in a while like I would go when I used to work not at, at my home, I would get off the bus sometimes, and there was like this dude who would always wear one of their shirts, and I thought that was really weird because <laughs> I was like, holy shit, <laughs> like I didn't know they made shirts for that album. That's that <laughs> seems. It seems uh, excessive, but uh, word, that's a great shirt. Um, so yeah. yeah, so yeah, that was that was a fun one. That was I, I didn't see. I'm glad that the gates won, but I didn't I didn't see that coming. To be honest, I was like, well, yeah, it's weird. Could, could be that, almost any of them. Yeah, like, it's, it's just like I know it's not going to be death. <laughs> yeah, I knew it was not going to be deicide, and I knew it was not going to be death. And I was pretty sure it wasn't going to be morbid angel, but um, yeah, I. Uh, yeah, it could have been anyone. Um, I'm pretty happy with where we landed at, like... Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to check out more At The Gates because I've slept on them for some reason, even though they're great. Well, like we, <laughs> we saw them a couple of years ago. Uh, yeah. There was... Um, there was a, did a couple of records since since Slaughter of the Soul. I think they split up and then got back together and shit like that. But yeah. uh, the, the last one, um, uh, to, to Drink To The Night Itself, uh, sorry, To Drink From The Night Itself, uh, that's really good and sounds like this. It's 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 that sort of like big sounding, slightly triumphant, but still death metal kind of yeah kind of thing. So so far our final our final four we have battery, number of the beast, number of beats, blinded by fear. Yeah, damn, that's fucking then, strong, man. That's the, <laughs> that's that's that is what you want. You want no weak leaks. You want it to be a really hard conversation. Yeah. Like, and honestly, if you went to the the if if every if every um, battle for the last for the first place went the other way, you would still have four four really three really strong uh, competitors. Yeah, 
maybe we maybe we should do <laughs> we might need to do a uh um like a the college basketball has a thing for all the people who couldn't get into the real tournament they have a separate tournament <laughs> maybe we should do a thing where we do the other final fours and then um and then also try to pick the winner of that depending <laughs> on how long it takes us to pick winners for things um yeah because we need content that's, that's the... <laughs> we've got to make a real we got to make a meal out of this terrible idea i randomly had one day <laughs> no this, is, this has been great i've uh, really enjoyed this going super deep on and like like listening to the same day I said song five times in a row during the week just to try to, try to come up with something to say about it. Yeah. Other than, eh, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, like, that is where it's... Um, I don't know if it's the marketing. I just can't... I can't... Why... I don't know why Deicide is as big as they are. I know you say they have other better songs. This yeah, they're, they're seems... all right. They're an all right band, but they've... Wow, they've, they've really parlayed being an all right band into <laughs> quite a career. Yeah, they really are the anthrax of, of death metal. <laughs> wow. <I guess>. Peace. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs>